Welcome back to the Being Husband Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan West, bringing you guys another episode here, telling you guys like I always do, thank you for being a part of the work that we're doing. If you've been with us for any length of time, then you know what we're all about. We're here to help you as a man live on mission in your marriage. And right now, um, I'm really excited to present you guys this episode because this one I've been waiting on for a long time. I've been excited for it for a long time. And um, it's just amazing that I was able to interview the John Eldridge. Uh, John Eldridge is the author of Wild at Heart and is the founder of Ransomed Heart Ministries. And so if you guys have been listening to us, then you know that 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 book is the book <laughs> as the book that every man should read. So if you haven't read it, pause the episode right now. Go read at least at least 10 pages of it. And then you can hop back in because um, John Eldridge has been doing this a really long time in terms of men's ministry. And I. I brought him on primarily because, again, guys, I think that this time is time that we need to develop wisdom and we need to get that from a man that has spent years developing it. Uh, and so I brought him on because I had to <laughs> just I had to bring him on. So um, without further ado, gents, this is my interview with John Eldridge. Thanks for having. Yeah, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. I uh, I had to get the Godfather of Christian Christian masculinity. I had to get you on the podcast. You're you're kind of you've been in the space for a while, right? Yeah, thirty yeah. years. Thirty years. Thirty years since you wrote Wild at Heart, and you got a no. New Wild at Heart's tw- Wild at Heart's twenty. Twenty. I've okay. Been a, I've been a therapist for almost thirty years, and been working with guys. For a long time. Yeah. Now, did you, now, when you're in your therapy, did you work primarily with men first off? Yeah, I did. Uh, I didn't plan that. I was open mm. to, you know, you hang a shingle, you'll take anybody that comes in the door, you know. <laughs> <clears throat> but it was mostly guys and it, mm. and it was a whole bunch of stuff, you know, it was divorce, depression, you know, different things, gambling addictions and stuff, but it always came back to the heart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It always came came back to the heart. Yeah. And and that's something that was a theme that you carried out in your book too, was was this emphasis on the heart. I, explain that to me because when you're a guy like me that kind of comes from a reformed-ish background, right? There's a lot of talk about, you know, the heart being desperately wicked. And you mentioned that in your book. And I don't think you would disagree with that, but I think that you've got a nuance that maybe I'm missing and maybe a lot of us are missing. So maybe flesh that out a little bit. Oh, buddy, this is huge. No, this is big because, yeah, the human heart's a mess. Just watch the news. You know, people people without Jesus Christ make a mess of their lives. They really do. And they either blow it as parents or they blow their marriage up or they can't find freedom. They can't find life. Like, okay, so God knows that. He knew that. He knew the human heart. Uh, the human heart was a real problem. And so when he when he came to rescue the human race, he didn't leave the human heart out. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to shape up your behavior and I'm going to get your act together. Or <laughs> ignore, ignore the heart. It's yeah. like, no way, no way. So 
like, here's here's the deal. In the, you know, we're going to get a little Bible-y here for a second before we no, talk about God being dads. But um, it, in the Old Testament, the new deal is promised. And the new deal is, I will give you a new heart, right? Ezekiel 36, 26. I'll give you a new heart. Jeremiah 31, a new heart I will put within you. And you get to the new testament and and what jesus did for us he restored our hearts he renewed our hearts uh in fact paul in romans 2 says no like the the real follower of god is someone whose heart has been transformed for god and if this is phenomenally good news because it opens up this whole possibility of you can actually love people you you can actually hold on to your integrity you you don't have to have affairs. Like, like really, like, it's good news. <laughs> it's good news. Yeah. For, well, and, and not only that, it sounds like you're saying you can want to not have affairs. You know what I mean? Like it's not, you're not, you're not enslaved to whatever whims come your way. You can, you can actually desire something different. Yeah. 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 It's big. It's really big. And you can, you can forgive, like you can let go of bitterness. Mm-hmm. You, you can get free of your past. Like you don't have to hold on to that stuff. It's huge. Yeah. It's it really is like the missing piece of Christianity because there's a lot of folks that don't know God restores the heart. Yeah. Yeah. And I I think that that's that's something that is missing a lot. I think I think we do focus a lot, like you said, on the behaviorism behind it and just kind of going through the motions. And I think that that's one of the the refreshing pieces about your book is that when you read a lot uh, about biblical manhood and things like that, it tend to be like, here are all the like things that a biblical man is like supposed to do, right? It's supposed to, you know, be a, be a servant. He's supposed to be a servant leader. He's supposed to, and it's just like kind of an addition, an addendum to the 10 commandments, right? Specific yeah, right? to men. <laughs> right. And and your book is refreshing because it's, it's more focused on, uh, I could say like internalization, maybe um, being perhaps more than doing certain things. Um, wh- what is it about two questions, really? What is it about men that to some degree is drawn toward the checklist, but when we get to the checklist, it's actually not as fulfilling as somebody just saying, Hey, here's, here's what you are. Here's who you are. Here's how you can kind of bring that to the surface. What is it about men that's drawn to the checklist, but then knows in his heart, as you say, that that's really not where the sweet spot is. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah. 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 Guys love to get stuff done. Yeah, for sure. Men, sure. men, men are men, men, men act. Men, men are made to move, right? Mm-hmm. Men are made to come through. Every guy knows it, by the way. We just know it. I am made to come through. And so when we feel like we can't come through, when the checklist is full of stuff we can't pull off, um, it's crushing. Yeah. It's, it's the law again. It's, it's right. guilt, it's shame, it's failure. You're an idiot. <clears throat> and God, God starts first with, you are my son. Mm-hmm. You are my son. You're not a servant, right? You're not an orphan. You're my son. Mm-hmm. And that is just huge. It's transforming. And because and, the son gets dad and the son gets the keys to the car and the son, you know, 
the sun is in on the goods. Right. <clears throat> right. So I think I, I let let me let me come in it from another another angle here for a second. So every little boy needs two things. He needs to know his dad loves him, mm-hmm. and, it, and and his dad needs to tell him you have what it takes. Mm-hmm. You're, you're the real deal. You you're powerful in the world. Mm-hmm. Your words are powerful. Your ideas are powerful. Your presence is powerful. You have what it takes, and the boy needs that. And if the boy doesn't get that. It shapes him into a man that's filled with a lot of doubt and a lot of anger and a lot of fear. Yikes. Yikes. You can't, well, you can't just tell that guy, behave yourself. <laughs> Go to church. Be more faithful. Like, right. You got, you got a guy with a broken leg and you keep telling him to run faster. You, you got to deal with the restoration of his heart. You've got to deal with... with you are a son. You are loved. You do have what it takes. You've got to get down into the core of his being mm-hmm. because then out of that, when he discovers who he is mm-hmm. as a son of God, mm-hmm. like he'll be very powerful. Like, no, wait, I do have what it takes. I can love my wife. I can raise my kids. I, you know, I have what it takes. Mm-hmm. It's huge. Yeah, man. I think one of the things that a lot of guys that listen to this might be might have as their reality is that that initiation uh, or that conversation with their dad didn't happen. And you talk about that in the book. You talk about the father wound. Um, and now they're in this marriage. Right. A lot of the guys that listen to this podcast are, you know, typically between the ages of, you know, in their early twenties to, you know, mid to late thirties, they're, they're millennials. And, uh, you know, as well as I know, cause you're in this space too, that we're, we're the generation, not the only one by any stretch, but we're a generation that was fatherless to some degree, um, in some way, shape or form. And now we're in these marriages and that's really what this podcast is. And so the podcast is being a husband. And so it, we're in these marriages and we didn't get that initiation or that initial conversation. How do we reconcile that with needing to be um, that guy, needing to be that guy for our wives and that guy for our families? How can we now get that conversation or maybe go out and, and try to find our own way? Does that make sense? Like how, how, how does a, a, a boy become a man if he's in the marriage now, like now it's time to play the game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh it, yeah. You know, Yeah. how do you go about reconciling that? Yeah, man. I, I love your show. You're asking all the right questions. Thanks, like, boss. It really is. Okay. So let's just start with don't fake it. Mm. Um, be, because the more you fake it inside, the more angry you're going to get. Yeah. Come on. Uh, Big deal. Right. <clears throat> yeah. And so you got it. You gotta, you gotta deal with the fact that I, I did not get the love and the validation I needed as a boy and as a teenager and as a young man, I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what I want to, the good news of the universe is this, but it's still available mm-hmm. because you are a son, mm-hmm. you are a son. And in Galatians, Paul says, we have the full rights of a son. And, and that includes love, 
your father loves you, and it includes validation. So mm-hmm. there's some work to be done. Let's just be honest. You, you know, sure. Um, <clears throat> we are unfinished men, all of us. We're yeah. unfinished men, and, and you can't look to your wife for love and validation. Mm-hmm. Right? Come on, come on, John. Oh man, you're preaching. It, you're preaching. It's going to mess the mar- <laughs> it's going to mess the marriage up, buddy. Every because, time. Well, because you're going to be scared of her. Most men are <laughs> most men are scared of their wives. Yeah, and it's because she reads your mail. She's got she she knows you, man. She knows she you, sleeps. man. She picks up your dirty drawers, all that. She <laughs> sleeps with you. She knows you, and, yeah. and so you you can't go to, you can't go there. A man a man is supposed to bring to his wife a strength that she can lean into, and so we got to go get that strength. And in the, the masculine journey, the incredible news of the world is that your father will bring you the love and the validation that you need if you will let him, right? Because what most guys are doing now is the independent thing, right? Yeah. I'm on my own. So I'm going to figure it out, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. And, and it, it never works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, when you say the father, are you talking about capital F father or are you talking about lowercase f father or both? Uh, ca- capital F. Um, <laughs> because the God, and the thing is, here's the thing God will bring you fathering in all kinds of ways. Mm-hmm. Like, my, okay, so I grew up in an alcoholic home and my dad uh, totally broke my heart. I mean, he just blew up the family and he pretty much just screwed everything up. <clears throat> but I had a grandfather that I would see in the summertime. He, he lived several states away, but I got to see him in the summer and he was a really good man. And he loved me and, and he taught me how to do things. And so like God will bring into your life, you know, it might be a coach, it might be your youth pastor. He'll, he'll bring men into your life to bring pieces of the fathering you didn't get. Mm-hmm. But I do want to say the core, the, the really good stuff is straight, straight with our Heavenly Father. Like mm-hmm. just hearing him say, I love you. You're doing great. I'm proud of you. Like that'll, that'll heal your heart. Oh man. Oh man. It changes. I mean, it changes everything when you can, when you can know you got the stuff that you need to get it done. That's one of the things that I've found incredibly beneficial in your book was was going back and uh establishing the relationship with earthly father as well um me and my dad actually have a really good relationship and we have for a while um he's a he's a pastor and so but i know a lot of guys that don't have that same experience we spent a lot of time together my dad he uh he wasn't one of those pastors that was always on the road so we spent a good bit of time together and i and i, I value that because now when when I'm presented with something, I can recall, you know, where I come from, kind of like how Jacob could. I'm, I'm the I'm the son of Abraham and Isaac, and I serve the God of Abraham and Isaac. And so for me, like when I come to a situation, I can be like, you know, I'm, I'm the son of John P. West Jr. and John P. West Sr. And these men were uh, pastors. They built houses. They, you know, the strong men. And, and so... I, I, it's tough because I think that I've got a lot of guys in the audience that would really resonate with what you're saying about the earthly father, but there is this longing to get with something tangible as well that can kind of, again, help them with, with the marriage and, and help bring that strength into the marriage. So 
you know, you, I've looked online. It looks like you've got a retreat that you do uh, twice a year. Is that right? Up at yeah. you know, your land. Yep. Um, yep. What, what, you know, apart from that, and, and, and I want to allow you time too to kind of talk about what you do with that. But then also too, you know, what's the, you know, continuity that someone can have, you know, beyond just going to a John Eldridge retreat and getting that experience. And again, I want you to talk about that because I want to know more about it. Um, but apart from that, what can I do every day as well to kind of get plugged into that strength and then be able to offer that to my wife? Yeah, yeah exactly. <clears throat> First off, let's start with brothers because brothers are easier to find. You, you got to have a couple guys in your life, man. Yeah. You, you got to have a couple brothers in your foxhole with you mm-hmm. that you are able to get with and just talk about what's going on, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh man, we had a huge fight last night. I don't know what to do. Uh, brothers are with you shoulder to shoulder in the fight. Yeah. Okay? And they're, and, and, and so I bet, I bet everybody can access a couple brothers, right? Mm-hmm. It's not going to be a big group of guys. It's not 20 guys. It's mm-hmm. not even a dozen guys. You just got to have a couple guys that, mm-hmm. that you are really hanging out with, helping mm-hmm. one another, iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would ask God to bring you fathering. Mm-hmm. bring you fathering and then, and then just be open to, cause those guys are out there. That's the mm-hmm. thing. They say, oh no, I, I can't find, I can't find a mentor. I don't have anybody. They're out there, man. I'm <laughs> they, yeah. they are there. But the mm-hmm. thing is nobody's ever asked them. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, maybe, you, you know, a guy who's, who's, who's a financial advisor and you go, Hey man, can we just have coffee? I just, I just want to talk to you about money and, and being a man. And mm-hmm. I know nothing about that. Can you help me? You know, you'll, get, <laughs> yeah. you'll, get some, you'll get some fathering from that guy. Right. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. It, um, we're talking about an initiation journey. Every man mm-hmm. is on a journey of initiation. And I know that you have taken that super seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, like you have really embraced that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You hunting yeah. yeah yeah you're like hey i got some holes and i want to fill those holes right yeah, like man. there's some yeah. places in me that aren't like developed as a man and i want to go do that so i'm chasing that mm-hmm. so what i would say guys is walk into your fears where are your fears where don't you know like if you're an awesome athlete uh going to the gym isn't an issue for you right mm-hmm. But, but if you, if you've never even lifted, like going to the gym, is going to be scary stuff. You're like, I oh, know I'm a wimp. I'm an idiot. I don't know how to do this. Like then go there because mm-hmm. that's where the initiation is going to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and on the other hand, you know, on the other hand, like some guys here are like, oh, I, w- I really want a promotion. I really want to, I want to be manager in my department, whatever. You're like, go for it. You've got to walk in your fears. You've got to go mm-hmm. for that. Because that's where the initiation is happening. And that's where the fathering will happen to you, right? Mm-hmm. If, if what you're doing is playing it safe, mm-hmm. you, won't, you won't grow as a man. Mm-hmm. And, and the fathering won't come because yeah. you're, you're, you dug a hole and now you're hiding in it. Yeah. It's funny. It's, it's, it reminds me of uh, the, the, the theme. A lot of people talk about the theme of uh, Abraham's story being the great adventure, right? God says, hey, come out of your dad's tent. I'm going to take you out here and I'm going to make you the father of many <laughs> nations. Is that kind of what you're getting at? Yeah, full on. In fact, Abraham, you know, Isaac, Jacob, mm-hmm. Joseph, Daniel, David, Paul, like 
any time God gets a hold of a man's life in the scriptures, he takes him into an adventure. And, and, and we're wired for adventure. Like, dudes love adventure. And, and, and to, to accept God's call, to follow him into the adventure. And can we just say being a husband? Like, yeah, man. Full-blown <laughs> What <adventure>. an adventure. <laughs> Full-blown. Okay, so here's the story. Here's the story. So uh, it's Wednesday that we're having this chat. Monday... Uh, yesterday was my wife's birthday, Tuesday. Okay, and everybody knows wife's birthday, uh-oh, right? Like, Get I'm going to screw it up, right? <laughs> okay, so Monday, she's saying things to me like, I don't want a birthday this year. Don't put up any balloons. I don't want to celebrate. She was kind of in a bad place. And inside, I'm thinking, I am set up. I am set up. Because yeah, if man. I don't do anything for her birthday. You're I trash. I'm trash. I'm an idiot, right? Uh, okay. So, like, marriage is a full-on adventure. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I turned to my heavenly father. I said, father, I don't know. What do I do? And he's like, go, go for it. Do the full deal. Put the balloons <laughs> up. It's dinner. It's everything. Like, yeah. deal. And, mm -hmm. and I did. And, mm -hmm. and she was thrilled, right? Nice. Yeah, she was thrilled. Like, you're not alone, guys, as mm -hmm. you're figuring this marriage thing out. Like, you're really not alone. You go, Father, I don't know what to do with this. My wife's really depressed. What do I do? You got to help me. Right? And he will father you in that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, and I think that that's something that something that we might be missing right down through here with everything going on in the world. I think there's a lot of guys that are listening that – um, I, this, <laughs> the leadership that we're experiencing right now in this country and in this world is not adequate fathering, I would nope. say. And there are a lot of guys, myself included, that have trusted, um, mainstream media or the White House or individuals in our own local governments to act uh, as fathers in a way. Um, and we're kind of disillusioned by that. And so I think you with your sage wisdom kind of coming into this space and being like, hey, you, you have a heavenly father that can answer a lot of these questions. And, and your your new book is kind of related to this in a way, right? Your new I haven't read it yet, but your new book is remind me of the title again. It's called Get Your Life Back. Get Your Life Back. It, it To me, watching the promo, it almost seems like, hey. Let's unplug and get you back replugged into the source. Am I understanding the theme right? Yep. Yep. Totally. Full on. So, dude, um, anxiety and depression, mm -hmm. huge issues right now he, yeah, in, in the whole pandemic thing. Okay. Directly related to the amount of time you spend on social media. There's all kinds of research on this. Come the on, more man. time you spend on social media, the more anxiety and depression you're going to experience. So it's like, guys, this one's fixable. Like, you're not, in, <laughs> you're not in a cell, man. Like, you can literally choose not to do that. Like, cut it back 50%. Get out of that. Get out of the news. Get Are out of the matrix. Yeah. Get out of it. Like, five minutes of news a day. Like, get in and get the basics, right? Like, what's going on? Have they changed restrictions? What's happening? And then get out. <laughs> because they, they are there. It's, it's messing with your life with God. Yeah. You've got to be. You got to be grounded, grounded in something much more life giving, 
And, and so let's make this real current again. So there's a bunch of videos going around right now on YouTube about prophecies of, hey, things are really going to blow up. And, you know, this presidential election is just going to like completely, you know, civil war in our country. Right. And, and I was getting really upset about that. I'm like, no, love, no reconciliation. No, you know. <laughs> And, yeah. and so I had to go to Jesus. I'm like, Jesus, you got to help me with this. What do I do with this stuff? Mm-hmm. And, and, and he basically said, that's not from me. That's not from me. I don't want mm-hmm. you to worry about a thing. Thank right. You. And that's right out of the gospels. Right. He's yeah. like, worry about tomorrow. You know, so mm-hmm. guys, who is fathering you right now? Can we just be frank and say it better not be the White House? <laughs> Come and on. And it better not be the news, right? Come on, man. Who is fathering you right now? Because we all need fathering in this, right? We got a lot of questions. What do I do, Lord? What do I do? And Mm -hmm. and you've got to go back to your true father. He would love to father you right now. Yeah, man, that's... That's a breath of fresh air. I, I got to tell you, to, to be honest, it's 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 weird. It's almost like the things that are going on right now are, I mean, they're intentional, right? We have an enemy, right? We have an enemy that wants to steal, kill, and destroy and wants to keep our eyes off of what's real. And so even right now, I just got literally on our call right now, I just got five notifications from my news app. I need to go turn those, I need to go turn right? those off. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and it's, it's, it, it never stops. And, and I think you bring a sense of um, groundedness when you talk about staying grounded in, in the word of God, staying grounded in the relationship with God. Yeah. So, and it's funny because when, when I read your books, because a lot of people's critique, and I got to be honest, I told guys, I love Wild and Heart. I think it's a great book. A lot of people's critique is, ah, it sounds too macho, right? Because they hear you talk about going out into the woods and they hear you talk about, you know, men's sense of adventure. And they're like, ah, this guy's a tool. And it's like, nah, y'all don't, y'all haven't actually read it, first of all, because it's, it's, right. it's I got to be honest, it's a, it's a weird mix. Your book is a weird mix of, um, biblical theology mixed with a little bit of like macho bro mixed with like very grounded yogi like all wrapped up into one (laughs) 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 and i love it i love it because it's 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 an extension of kind of my personality in a way it's it's I, i i think that you bring a lot of good elements in what you're talking about because you take you take this grounded approach and understanding biblical theology and getting out there and getting after it in nature and i think that a walk in the woods seems to be your prescription for almost any kind of anxiety or depression or not understanding how the marriage thing works i mean would you agree with that to some extent <laughs> well I, I see here's the thing all the research is behind it like there is, there is volumes of research guys that it, it, you, if you will unplug from technology and take a walk, take a bike ride, take a run, take a swim, like uh, your cortisol levels in your brain literally drop. Mm-hmm. The stress drops, and when the stress drops, then you can hear from God, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So. No, everybody doesn't need to be a lumberjack. I don't drink motor oil, you know. (laughs) You sure? (laughs) Yeah, but (laughs) but the thing is, it's let's go back to courage. 
it's all about courage. And it takes a lot of courage to be a good husband. Yeah, it, it, it takes courage to say to your wife, I think your relationship with your mom is really unhealthy. And, and, and she's really bringing a lot of shame into your life, right? Like that takes courage to do that. But that's the very thing she needs. You got to fight for her heart, man. And and I had to finally I had to finally step in one night on the phone because uh, when my wife would get on the phone with her mom she she would just be shredded yeah and I I got on the phone one night and I just had to say hey Jane we love you but Stace is not available right now okay she's not available and and, and so that it's all about courage guys it's all yeah. about courage and how is God building courage in your life? Well, it's taking you into the unknown. It's taking you into things that you do not know how to do. So if, if you're killing it at work, that's not taking any courage, right? Because you're already crushing it, right? Yeah. So God's going to take you into something else. He's going to say, hey, I want you to form a couple guys and get a band of brothers together. And you're like, no way. No way. I'm not, you know, that, yeah. that's where the, that's where the courage is. You see what I'm talking about? Wild at heart is not about being Navy SEALs. Mm. Uh, it, mm -hmm. it, it is about living with a genuine courage. Yes. And that is all through the Old Testament and all through the New Testament. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not. Well, and to your, one of your themes in the book, too, is is there's a lot of guys that pose. There's a lot of guys that wear leaves and it's and you you just hit the nail on the head genuine courage it's not a posturing it's 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 not a you sitting there with your chest out pretending to be courageous it's you actually going into a situation that um is uncharted a situation where you actually have to dare i say trust god in the midst of it <laughs> that's it that's it and that's why i said it's where your fears are Right. The initiation you need, the fathering you need is where you have your biggest questions right now. I don't know what to do. Mm. Right. I don't know I, if I'm scared of this. Right. Mm. That's where the fathering is, because that's where he is shaping you and growing you. And yeah, you know, bringing down the poser. Every guy's a poser ever since Adam. Genesis yeah. three. I was afraid because I was naked. And so I hid. Like that's the textbook on men now, yeah. right? And every man is BSing his way through life, right? Mm -hmm. he, he looks like he knows exactly what's going on. He's got always got the right, and and he's faking it because inside he feels eight years old. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh man, that's it's it's true. Um, and, and like I said, especially right now, I've got guys that are listening to this right now that um, might have been going through job loss. Um, right down through here, you know, and what a huge moment to, you have two choices. You either run to get fathered during that moment, um, you know, or you, you succumb to the fear and you just, you sit and you veg and you pretend that it's all going to go away. What, what do you, what do you, and this is in closing, cause I know you got limited time, but what do you say to that guy? Like talk to that guy right now that lost his job or his job is on the fringe. You know, he's, he's thinking about moving to another situation, but you know, his wife's kind of looking at him to kind of be that, that rock and that support. And he's not feeling very supported uh, right now, not necessarily in the marriage, but he he's, he's looking for that father in somewhere else. Talk to that guy, if you don't mind. <clears throat> yeah. It goes like this father. I need your help. I don't know what to do. 
Like, just be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm mad. I'm mad at you, God. It, it doesn't look like you're coming through. Just be yeah. honest. Mm-hmm. Be honest <clears throat> with your father, your heavenly father, and say, I need your help. I need your help. Show What do I do next? And you don't need the full plan. You just need the next thing to do. What do I do next? And he might suddenly you just kind of have in your heart, you know, give Jeremy a call. You're like, oh, all right, I'm going to give him a call. And he goes, hey, man, yeah. you're not going to believe this, but they're opening up some positions where I'm at. And you go, what? Like, that's amazing. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. God will do that. But you got to, you got to, God allows the pain in our life to drive us to himself because we are all so independent. And we don't want to ask for help because asking for help makes a man feel weak, right? Mm-hmm. It's the classic thing. Guys don't mm-hmm. stop and ask for directions, right? They don't, yeah. Yeah, you're <laughs> an idiot, right? Yeah. You can't even drive your car, right? <laughs> so you, you just admit, Father, I'm lost. Mm-hmm. Father, I'm scared. Or Father, I am angry. Like, what is it? Just be honest. Mm-hmm. And ask him to father you. I need fathering. I really need you to father me in this. What do I do? Mm. And he'll meet you guys. He'll meet you. This is his number one thing. Mm. The eyes of the Lord roll to and fro across the earth, looking for those whose hearts are turned towards him, that he may show himself mighty on their behalf. Right? That's Mm. Second Chronicles. That's the story, man. That's it, man. Ooh, dude, John, you're preaching now. Come on now. You got me going. I, I appreciate you coming on and getting going, man. How, how can we stay connected with what you've got going on? I know you. we mentioned unplugging off social media, but I saw that you've got an IG page. So how else, you know, in addition to the Instagram page, how else can we stay connected with what you've got going on? Yeah, if you uh, just Google Wild at Heart and you'll find us. And we got a podcast and we put some films out. We do some conferences. Uh, we're doing stuff online right now. It's all free. Uh, you can dial into what we're, what we're giving away and, and just get some encouragement, get some fathering. Yeah. Yeah. Need that. Need that. Well, John, I appreciate you coming on boss. Dude, I am cheering you on. Your show is killer. Like way to go. Thank you, man. I appreciate the encouragement. Hey, do you take care? Okay. All right. Thanks a lot. All right. See you. And there you have it, gentlemen, another great interview with the John Eldridge. Guys, I hope you guys took value out of that. I hope you guys were taking notes during that uh, because John was dropping gems. And like I said before, um, if I can bring a guy on that's older than us, that can bring us some wisdom, we need that right now. Um, And I want to say something really quick, too. I want to thank you. Because there have been many of you that have reached out to me when I was on my break um, and wasn't putting out content that checked in and that wanted to see how I was doing. They wanted to see if there was anything they could do to help. And some of you that just did the thing and just subscribed to the Patreon page. That's patreon.com slash being husband pod. If the spirit moves you. Um, but they took the time to actually check in on me, took the time to donate to what we're doing. And I, I just want to thank you. Uh, it, it means a lot because I, in, in a lot of ways, I, I don't feel like I have listeners. I feel like I have brothers 
And uh, I really appreciate that. And so um, I'm working really hard to to put out content every week. And I'm going to continue to do that because I recognized during that break how important it, it was for some of you guys um, and how important it was to me to because that's the reason I started this was to help you all um, and, you know, to work through things mentally for me as well. But I mean, primarily this was this was me wanting to give, you know what I'm saying, something. And so I just, I really appreciate that, gentlemen, and I really appreciate you guys supporting it. So I ask you to continue that support, um, either by, again, donating on patreon.com slash beinghusbandpod, um, or at least, at the bare minimum, um, sharing this episode with a brother that you know uh, needs to hear it, a brother that you know needs some wisdom, needs some clarity, needs some direction right now. Um, this is just a really important time. This is a really important time. We need to bring this. We need to bring the wisdom in our households right now. Our wives need it from us. Our family needs it from us. So let's get into it. Let's make it happen. Me and you together. And it's with that, gentlemen, um, I want to thank again Octave Studios for the sound production on this episode and I say as always take care and build on